what if there was persecution in the American church to the extent that if you were to share your faith with somebody, that you would be at risk of going to prison or being put to death in a, in a public way so people could see it. Would my faith be strong enough to, to go through with that? And would I hold on to my beliefs through that circumstance? And I'd like to think that it would, and, but we've never been in that situation. And hopefully we're not. In the third chapter of First Thessalonians, at the beginning, the Apostle Paul is just reminding them that they should prepare for trials. They should, they should know that they were going to experience persecution and trials for their faith. In verses 2, at the end of verses 2 and 3 and 4, it says, So that no one would be unsettled by these trials, for know quite well that we are destined for them. In fact, we were with you, we kept telling you that we would be persecuted, and it turned out that way, as you well know. I mean, this verses 3 through 5 here just signifies the, the craziness that is going on at this time and the cost that the early church had to have faith in Jesus and to proclaim their faith in Jesus. I am thankful for the freedom of religion that America has, and I really hope that my children still get to experience that. But I do think about sometimes is with the freedom that we have in following God, that we don't not going to get persecuted, at least not at a state level or at a government level, that right now it's illegal to persecute somebody for that. With those rights, is that helping the church? grow or is it is it hurting it and i can see both sides to that obviously i don't want it to go away uh, i think there's a big advantage to being able to share our faith and to practice our faith on sunday mornings and not worry about somebody raiding the place because it's illegal to meet like in china and in other places around the world that we're not going to be worried about put to being put to death for uh, just getting together and getting into the word of god and there's I think big advantages to that, but it can also produce, in my opinion, apathy, that there is no cost to following Jesus, or at least the way that we see it, there's no cost to getting into the Word of God and going to church on Sunday morning, and you can just go and you can be apathetic about it. Now, if you were under the threat of death, I think that there would be a lot less lukewarm Christians. Well, let's put it this way. How many lukewarm Christians do you think there were in the first century church? Because you're not going to go along with something if you have the risk of dying for it. If you don't truly believe in it and have committed your life to it. I hope it doesn't take persecution for us to realize if we're fully committed or not. I think we can really reflect on our life without it. But you have to take the time to reflect on your life and really analyze and be self-aware of how committed am I? Have I given my life completely over to Christ as he's asked to bear my own cross? Or 
am I just kind of half doing it because it makes me feel good? When you bring in persecution and it's there, you're going to have nobody on the fence. And I think there's advantages of people being on the fence as they're really trying to seek God out. And then there's disadvantages because they get comfortable there, get comfortable with their knowledge and don't fully commit their lives. And I think the half-hearted Christians are the ones that have this false sense of security of their relationship with God when it's really a lot less of a relationship with God as it is more of a knowledge and understanding of, of who God is. A relationship with God as powerful and as big and as loving as he is, it will change your life. If you claim to have a relationship with the creator of the universe and your life is not changed, I have a really hard time believing that you and I serve the same God. For what it's worth, these are my thoughts. Hopefully it's encouraging. And as always, get into the word yourself. God will change you and use that time to mold you into the person that he wants you to be and that you've been created to be. Have a great day.